Hey, Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond sisters. Welcome to yet another episode where we get to chat with our Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond sisters, current clients, graduates, and Jen, you are currently in the program with us. So hi, it's so happy to have you here. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Donna Rudowitz, and I am a rapid transformational relationship coach who uses my skills, right, as a prior psychotherapist to really... Um, we we heal the soul fracture, we reclaim our brilliance, we recover our heart. We know there's a life that we want, but we know the first step is to become our own soulmate first, right, Jen, right, to fall in love with ourselves first. Yeah. So today's guest, her name is Jen, and I'm going to allow Jen to introduce herself and just tell a little bit about who you are and where you're from, and then we'll get on with the conversation. All right. Uh, thank you. Good afternoon. Um, so I'm Jen. I live in New Hampshire. I have two teenage children. I work in human resources. So I've been doing that for a number of years. Um, I have a Wheaton Terrier that you might hear. I love Wheaton Terriers. Did I tell you this, Jen? I don't know if I shared this with you, that a Wheaton Terrier was the first dog that I ever, we wanted to get. But for some reason, it just never happened for us, but I always wanted one. And so it's, I love Wheaton. Yes. Yes. My love. So love it. Yeah. And New Hampshire, you're on the East Coast. New Hampshire, like me. I am East Coast. I've, all, I've lived up and down the East Coast, but mostly in New England. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So why not, what brought you to DGB? What, what kind of brought, what was the impetus for you to be here with us? Yeah. Um, so I, I have a really awesome support network. Yeah. Um, but what I was feeling in the last six months or so was that no one really understood how I was yes. feeling. Um, no one as supportive as they were, they just didn't know what I was going through. And I, I was thinking about joining some divorce groups, but I, I, I didn't want to sort of get into that, you know, everybody's bashing everybody and, and yeah. have it be a negative down. And so you came across my Instagram feed and I said, Hmm, okay. So I watched it. I watched the video, the webinar, and you were singing and talking my language, like about quantum physics and energy. Oh yeah. This is where we can geek out. <laughs> I, yeah, I love essential oils. I love like energy healing. Like it was just like, wow. Like you, I think you said something around like using it as a stepping stone to yes. instead of a stumbling block. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think it was, you, you just said all the right things that, um, and then our, our one-on-one call, you know, certainly put me in a position where I was able to ask you questions and really just for myself, because part of me being in HR for 25 years, I thought, you know, what are they going to really teach me that I don't already know? Cause I'm certified in a lot of different personality, you know, profiles. And I do a lot of self-development. I've been working on myself for a while. And I just thought like, am I really going to learn something that I don't already know or, or haven't tried to apply? And I have just been blown away. I was going to say, so what? Away. So, yeah. so let's let's talk about that answer. So what? Yeah. So let's talk about what you have learned and, yeah. and how different it's been. Because and just to just to take a little pause because I think yeah. this is important to just put the framework around is 
Jen is very much like I would say all of the divorcing gracefully and beyond sisters where we have a very similar profile, right? Mm -hmm. And and the behavioral profile is this, is that we're good women. We're, we have good hearts. Our work is is pretty much set. So we, we get that. We understand that. Our family life is pretty much set. Yeah. Doesn't mean we, we, it doesn't need refinement, but it's this personal side of things. It's this personal side of us really coming into alignment with our heart that we we quite haven't been able to move the needle on. And what we do as smart, intelligent women is we use the tools that we use at work. We use the tools mm -hmm. that we use to sort of make it through this devastating event in our life, right? That's called divorce. And we try to take those tools and apply it to this personal side of life. And what ends up happening is it's not the same tools, right? right. So even right. though there's things that you may have learned or used in the past on the on the work side, when we applied on the personal side, sometimes it doesn't work. That's right. And so, yeah, so what happened? What was your experience? I would love to hear. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think it was, I remember saying to you, like, I talk a pretty good game. Like I could say all the right things, but I think what I said to you on the first call was, I want to actually feel different. I, I, yes. I don't want to just say that I'm doing okay. And I don't want to say all the right things to all my friends and family. I actually want to feel the peace. I want to feel the forgiveness. I want to feel all of those emotions. And I think through the course of, you know, the modules so far, and we've had some on forgiveness and some on um, acceptance and different things like that. And you talk a lot about uh, the story and, I think I just gave myself permission to stop holding on to that story. So yes, you did. It was like, wait a minute, yeah. this story isn't my story. No. Why am and I carrying I've around been, the story? I've been with him for 32 years. So it, it has, my relationship has been my life story since yeah. I was 20. And so, you know, talking through it, I was like, oh, I, I can just stop telling that story. Like it's that as, is it that something this anymore? And that was like a huge weight off of me just to, just to be able to say, this is not going to define me going forward. Like this has defined my past, but it's not going to define my future. Jen, all I could say is that it, it just brings, it brings my heart to burst into tears for you because, yeah. you know, it's, we don't realize just how much the emotional fallout of our, our of our past patterns, beliefs, and feelings, especially mm -hmm. going through this divorce, can impact right. the way that, number one, that we see the world, the way that we interact mm -hmm. in the world, and the permission slips and the standards that we hold for ourselves. We yeah. don't realize that somewhere along the line, number one, we lost ourselves. Where, mm -hmm. where she went, we, we don't know. But number two, we don't realize the standards that we're holding are, are subpar standards mm -hmm. and somehow they've become our norm and and how they even got there it's like we don't even know because it's almost it happened so insidiously yeah we i don't, don't even think i lost myself i don't yeah. think i ever had myself like mm -hmm. i right, i right, had a childhood you... like most yes. people have childhoods which was okay yes um and then i met him when i was 20 so my entire adult life like i never really learn to love myself ever mm. until now like I am finally at this age so I, I say sort of if if going through all of this heartache made me love myself then I've won a hundred percent you would, I, so I we said this yep if, if we, this didn't happen 
we say this, you know, I don't know if it was in the, um, in the group that we posted this, but I, I, one of, someone in the group posted, um, about a lottery scratch off ticket. And I said, yeah. that's, that's our new, our new way of being is we, our life is our, our, our lottery scratch off ticket yeah. every day. And it's not a gamble. We win every time. Yeah. yeah. Now again, you're the divorce and the devastation and, and all of the, mm -hmm. all of the mm -hmm. things that came along with it. We're not minimizing it by any means. However, what we know now is that this divorce needed to happen for I you to get to the end result. You said that once and I was, you said you were meant to be divorced or yes. you wouldn't be. And I, I had to really think about that because I thought, well, not that, you know, bad things happen to good people and things happen for a reason. My mother used to always say things happen for a reason. And I hated that saying so much growing yeah. up. But now as I think about, I'm like, it actually had to be this way. It had, it had to, I had to go through this pain to know, like, I think you talk about contrast and to like, know what good is. I have to yes. experience. Yes. And, and going back to what you said earlier, especially because you, you were with your husband at such a young age, you didn't have time to adultify, right? You, 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 there was just no time. You went from being a young woman into a marriage, into a mother, into a career. And, and I find this, I find this so fascinating and I want everybody to hear what Jen is saying and give yourself the permission. If, if you are a successful woman, if you have a career, if you, if you are able to help people, if you got it together on all other sides, but it's this personal side and you're driving yourself crazy because you're thinking, what is it that I'm not doing right? Okay. What could I have done better? Why didn't he choose me? And it doesn't matter where you are is to give yourself the permission that congratulations, you're normal and you're human. Right. And yeah, we could do something about it because right. it's not, it's not an accurate story. Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's feelings and emotions. And we're not going to, we're not disregarding as our feelings and emotions, but they're not facts. Right? Yeah. And it was all about the permission. Like I had never given myself permission to, yeah, to be free of it. Like, I just thought it was, that was, you know, my story, like I said. Well, that, that brings up an interesting point because isn't that, and tell me what you think about this. Isn't mm -hmm. that something that as a societal system where we live, that it's normal for women to carry the burdens of the family. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and we, we just, we just don't question it as women. We just, we just don't question. It. And somehow the more burdens we carry where this makes no sense, right. The more exhausted we are, mm -hmm. right. The more that we're doing, the more burdens we're carrying is the more, what I would say society says, Oh, look at her. She's so hardworking. She's so good. She's so there's almost this, this sense of what I would say a reward for being exhausted, for carrying the burdens. And it's so far from right. where we really divinely are meant to be because when we're carrying the burdens of everybody else, what we end up doing is abandoning ourselves. Yeah, And then we're not able to step into the best person we're meant to be. Yeah. I've actually had to do a lot of work, the self-forgiveness about yes. myself. Yes. I didn't even, I was so numb that I didn't even know that I, was abandoning myself. Like see, now I isn't see. that interesting? Yeah. I love this conversation. This is why I love yeah. these conversations because it's such the truth. It's like we don't know what we don't know, right? right. And and mm -hmm. when we're numb, and, and then we if we go back to the quantum physics side, right? And we go back to the science, and this is not just about sticking and throwing a noodle against the wall and saying, oh, maybe it will work, or mm -hmm. let no, it's and it's not. It's yeah. not just positive thinking that we talk about at DGB. It is, but it's more scientific, right? We're mm -hmm. changing our mm -hmm. neural pathways. We're literally changing our systems yeah. from the inside out, right? right? And it's right. 
And it's, we, we don't know what we don't know until we do, <laughs> until you get exposed to it, because that's another thing. Yeah, right? I like, feel like I'm like blooming. Like I even I have friends that are like, you look different, like you look thinner or like something. Like, I don't know, like, it's just, I feel like my heart feels, it, it's the feeling that I was searching for that I am yes. like starting to feel. I mean, there's still the wobble. There's always going to be that evolutionary beings that right. I like to say, mm -hmm. right? Because I think we reach, we reach a, a certain summit where we feel that feeling and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm here. And somewhere yeah. in your heart that you never yeah. thought, like, again, going into, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to learn here? That I'm, I'm already, I already know a lot of this stuff. Cause you do, you've been working with people like your whole entire life. Right. And so you do right. know things. However, right. I think this just goes to the testament to ourself is that we can't see the label through the jar. Like sometimes we, we, the people who help people need an outside perspective and need yeah. a seat at the table. And I think this is the important part that we work very closely on and we protect mm -hmm. fiercely is when you're when you're working in the divorce and gracefully and beyond 12 weeks program it is you're claiming your seat at the table for your success you're claiming you're you're, you're saying no I, this is where i'm going to be no longer where your brain wants you to be right but where you're deciding to be and there is what i would consider a no complaining zone <laughs> right. right there is like we're we're there to support you we're going to move yeah. you through it but it, it's it, it this is not the place to come if you want to bash and that's Definitely. that was my experience i had the same exact experience when i was yeah. first starting out is yeah. i was leaving these groups and i was thinking oh my gosh i'm worse off than yeah. i was before i came in right. not right. what i want well i think there was one call i got coaching that i i was like saying something and I was kind of spiraling and, and you were like, you compete with no one. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, no, you will take your rightful place. That And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm going to do that. And so yes. it just feels like it was, it's very empowering and very, it's just like, you talk a lot about your soul and it just like, it does, it touches your soul and watching all the other women. Like I, I, one of the things I remember saying to Katie early on is like, I don't, and this fear of being alone in my inside, you know, like in my emotions and just being able to share that and hear that other women are in similar places. Yes, and, and we're talking again, Go, let's go to the blueprint. If, if you are here at Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond, if you're listening to this right now, if you're in this community, your blueprint as a professional, smart, successful women, sometimes it's like we we on the like you said on the outside people look wow she's got her shit together wow look at her she's doing this and she's doing that and sometimes we don't we we want an outlet to really have a conversation of how mm -hmm. we really feel mm -hmm. but then there's shame or embarrassment or like the should have would have could have that comes up that we don't have this right. container right and so when you're sitting at a table with other yeah. women just like you right yeah. and you're able to say and, and or someone else shares it and you're like oh my yeah, you're like, like me is, that, too. is that possible? Like, right. you know, I know some women have shared about places that they're traveling to or moving to. And I'm like, wow, that that's like a thing. Like I could actually just yep. go do that. Like that yep. just, it's opened, I think it's opened my eyes to like this new future because I, I spent a lot of time looking backward or feeling in the present moment. And I was not focused on my future at all. And now I just feel like if there's like this whole open there's a whole possibility. Yeah. And so, and this is really important for you to hear when you replay this, when you yeah. listen to this a year from yeah. now, right? But it's yeah. also important for, for you who's, who's listening to this 
is to understand that when we're going through a divorce or post-divorce, and we could be post-divorce one year or it could be 15 years, it, it doesn't matter, is that our brain is operating in what we call the fight or flight mode, mm -hmm. right? And it's it only knows how to keep you alive based upon the stress response. Now, right. your brain is doing what it's supposed to do, but anytime you try to move forward, if you don't have the right container and the right coaching framework, anytime you move forward, when your brain realizes, wait a minute, you're going to do something good and feel happy, it's going to say, nope. I don't know how to keep you alive here. So right. I'm going to create a trauma event or I'm going to create something to happen to slide you back. So you're back in stress. And so this is what happens is at work, you could be a badass and you could get shit done. But on the personal side, you take a step to go back and take a step to go back. And, you know, and then when, when you're like what you said, Jen, just to your point is when you're able to quiet that nervous system down, because you've done mm -hmm. the work to clear out yeah. a lot of that energetic, right. That, that frequency, is it gives you the permission for your brain to realize, okay, feeling happy is safe. I could keep you alive here. We don't need to create any more trauma. Yeah. Right. Like it's, yeah. it, this is, this is good now. And the more and more we train our brain to be able to operate in this way is the more and more we get clarity mm -hmm. and the more and more we see. Yes. Right. It reminds me, I think it was, was it Henry Ford who said, if I would have asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Yeah. Right. And the reason why I bring that to the table is most people make decisions like right here. Like they look, that's it. Like they, they don't, they're not mm -hmm. looking outside. They're not, they just follow a pattern. And again, no criticism. It's not right or wrong, bad or good, but that doesn't serve us in this place that we are in our life. Right. When we want to heal our soul fracture, reclaim our brilliance, recover our power, we need to look a little bit further. Right. And we need to yeah. be sitting at the table to learn and be exposed to what's possible, right? Because Henry Ford was exposed to other manufacturers and other brilliant minds that the, the, the lay person wasn't exposed to. And he saw what was possible. Right. And he implemented it. And it's yeah. the same thing with us. Like if, if you surround yourself with people or groups that are, that are only thinking about what's wrong and thinking about the past, that's not going to help you create your future. Yeah. And again, there's times for that, right? Like you yeah. said, there's, there's times yeah. that those groups are so important, right? Yeah. When, when you're in a space where you can't see tomorrow or, or it just happened and you have no idea where you're living or you have no idea what's mm -hmm. going on and you need to get some data and you need some just understanding, those groups are perfect because it gives you mm -hmm. the great idea. But the, mm -hmm. the, the moment you know, like, wait a minute, I've grown out of this. <laughs> like you said, I need, to, I need to move forward and I want to be exposed right. to what's possible for me. Well, because I, I consider myself a, an empath, right? Yes. I have, I'm highly intuitive. And, you know, I've kind of been reflecting in the last couple of years around my past being sort of this self-fulfilling prophecy that all this kind of stuff that I feared yep. came to light and came true. And now I, I'm sitting in a space where I think about it more manifesting what I want instead of circling the drain on, on what went I wrong. love it. So if we... Like, Yep. Let's go back to, if you could come just, I'm going to do a little bit of a, what I would say, an exploratory exercise with you, because okay. I think this is important for our nervous system. And even just for us in general, to really see just how far we've come is if you remember the first call, right on your breakthrough call, right? If you could go back to that feeling, what were your worst fears or what were the feelings that were really like sort of eating at your soul at that time? Oh gosh. 
<laughs> How much time do you have? No, I know. <laughs> I, I was feeling, to be perfectly honest, full of anger, yep. um, rage. Like I had a lot of shame. I had a lot of um, hope. Not, I wouldn't say hopelessness because I, I, I was starting to see the light, but I, I still had. I guess anger is the only yep. way. I, I, I was still struggling with like acceptance being a really big thing for yep. me. And like, because there's, there was infidelity yep. in my marriage. And so yep. a lot of what I feel has been put on me, um, I, I'm upset about and I'm angry about. And, you know, I want to let that go. But I was holding on to it because I felt like, well, holding on to it makes it not okay that it happened, which right. is okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. but I, I'm only hurting myself in, in doing that. And so getting to a, a place of acceptance where, like I said, like if, if this all had to happen for me to love myself, then okay. <laughs> like yeah. that, that's actually a good thing. Like, you know, God put this in my life to, um, to help me. Yeah. And I think this is where we go. If we get a little deep here, this is, this is kind of where we go when we talk about like our soul journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Is that mm -hmm. I believe that our soul never was necessarily, or our soul journey and our, and our mission never was taken away from us. It was never, it never left us. Mm -hmm. But what I say, the scales of life, yeah. though th th it has hit it hidden, we just, mm -hmm. we, 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 we haven't discovered it yet. And there's this, this reckoning inside of us that is is it's it's like a, a coming home that's yeah. coming out and knows like it knows that it, it has a different journey yeah. and what the hardest thing for you to do jen and and this is this is everything I, and i see this time and time again mm -hmm. the work itself in divorcing grace for the and beyond is challenging yes right mm -hmm. it's, it's not necessarily hard work it's challenging and there's days where you know you hit a wall and there's days where you have major transformations and, and illuminations and all of that but the hardest part is saying yes to the calling Right. The hardest part is re is 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 when you're saying I need there something has to change here. That so I do you want to hear um one of those synchronicities? I love of course I love you know me in synchronicities. Yes. So when I had the coaching call with you and I was like, oh, do I invest in myself or not? Like, what do I do? And I was going to let you know by the end of the day. And then I I went and I laid down and I meditated and I all of a sudden in my head popped this thing that I had learned like five years ago from a Reiki person around the yes, no in the body. Yes. yes. So I was like, all right, is this the path I'm supposed to take? And it was like a full body. Yes. And then when I, I said, yes, I was like, okay, this is my path. And then one of the first videos that Katie showed was how to go into your body, <laughs> a yes or no. And I was like, Oh my God, that's what I did to actually get into the program. Yes. I did that myself. And so it just, I keep having all these like signs that are. Yes. The synchronicity. Like, yes. Yes. And you trusted yourself. I did. Right. You trusted yourself because it's so easy for us as women to say yes to everybody else. Right. And, and, and invest thousands. Like I remember my daughter going into volleyball. I think I, it was something like between six and $10,000. It was a ridiculous amount. Right. Because you have to pay for the team and the, by the time you do the sports and then you're traveling and you're this and you're that blah, 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 blah. And, mm -hmm. and you do it right. Or you do it for your children. And so what happens is when the opportunity comes and you find it, the what I would say the most challenging part is number one accepting it and taking inspired mm -hmm. action and then saying yes once you say yes everything changes like you said you, the validation yeah. comes it and you the get permission. the support I gave myself the permission yeah. and then it just kept like opening another door and another door and 
I, I would say the most significant thing too, for me, um, you know, just going back to that infidelity piece, I, I, I carried a lot of shame and have heaviness in my heart. And I, you know, blamed myself. I blamed him. Like it was just, I was carrying it. And then one day I said, I don't, I forget who I was talking to one of the coaches that I was like, you can have that back. Like, I'm not going to carry that anymore. That's yours. That's not mine to own. I'm not going to own that anymore. And that was like a weight off my shoulder. I mean, Jen, I think there's certain points in the program, right. And certain points in our journey that, because I think every point we're, we're, we're moving and we're growing, we're shifting, mm -hmm. right. We're, we're, we're course correcting, but there are certain points that are quantum yeah. shifts. And for you, I think that was your quantum shift is because it you are you're literally taking that negative energy that is that wasn't yours to begin with that somehow it absorbed into you because again, as we take responsibility for these these things somehow along the way, but the awareness and the permission to say, wait a minute, I don't need this. And because you've done the work in yourself, you had the clarity and again, the awareness to see it's there. Right. Because sometimes they're, they're, they're kind of like those emotions and those feelings and those patterns that we hold, um, they're hijackers mm -hmm. and we don't know that they're there. Well, no wonder I was tired all the time. Yes. I was exhausted. And You're I was exhausted. Like, the amount of energy, emotional energy I'm expending on this when I could be doing something else yes. for, myself, for myself. And that's what I'm excited for you. A month ago, I'm like, yes, you know, and doing some other yes, stuff. you're showing up. And we had this conversation mm -hmm. the other day, right? Talking about we can't change the past, right? We can't, we, but we could change our relationship to it. Number one of how we respond versus yeah. react, right? right? And what we like to say is memory without emotion is wisdom, mm -hmm. is that we get to move to wisdom. The greatest gift that we get is ourself. Right. And like you said, whether you 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 discovered yourself for the first time as a woman, as a mother in this way, or for those mm -hmm. of you who are listening, who are just rediscovering yourself. But that is the greatest gift. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the next gift is that we're changing the trajectory for our children. That is a huge transformation. Well, that that's been a big part of it for me, too, because I, I think you call it like riding two horses because yes. I, I'm my husband, we're still not divorced, but we're both very actively involved in our kids' lives. So we're together a lot mm -hmm. and trying to emotionally separate the family that I had versus the new family I'm going to have has been very challenging for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being able to really think about, well, does that, does this serve me? Does that serve me? And yeah. how to think about co-parenting my, my kids in a way that they will thrive and I can support them versus them supporting me. Correct. I mean, so. think about the gift just in saying that, Jen, think about the gift yeah. that you are giving your children now. And again, when I say this to women who are listening to this, there is no blame or shame, mm -hmm. but when we are emotionally fragile yeah. or we are stunted emotionally because of what we've been through and it brings us back to an earlier time in our life where we, we've experienced the same feeling. It doesn't mean it has to be the same thing, mm -hmm. but we're going to be addressing that situation from that age. So let's say we, we had feelings of abandonment at age six. I'm just going to use that as an example. Right. And now mm -hmm. we find out that there's infidelity, we feel abandoned. Da, 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 and now we're going to be addressing the situation, not from yeah. our adult self, but we're addressing it from our six-year-old self. And most often and many, many times our children are, are, are unfortunately in the fallout zone, mm -hmm. right? And, and we look to them 
for support or we look to them, you know, in, in ways that isn't, it, it's not their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Their responsibility is to be a kid, right? right. Their responsibility is to go through life and, and not have to worry about a parent. Mm -hmm. And when we, when we don't get caught in the tsunami, going back to the competition, mm -hmm. right? We compete with no one. We are the matriarch of this family. We stand with grace. We stand with strength. Your children are always going to love you that way. When you stand for the family, you don't allow the fallout to come into your home. Right. You see it? Like yeah. that's the power is that we're, we're yeah. changing it for our children. So they could have, listen, it's never a good experience going through a divorce, yeah. but can, we can make it the best that we can. And we can change the trajectory for their future. And well, I'm a better mom children. Yeah. since separation. I, I have mm -hmm. stopped holding myself to his parenting style and have, adopted my own. That's right. Because there, I just yes. was never uh, sort of allowed or, or free to be right. the parent I wanted to be. And now yes. I'm like so much of a better mom in the last couple and of years. Because, and you're also conscious yes. of it, right? Because yeah. this was the conversation of what, what, what type of mom, if we kind of think about this as identity work that we do, right? Mm -hmm. Is if, if we're the mom that says, this is at the end of our life where we're at our grave and saying, this is the mom, like this, I did everything that I wanted to do as a mom. What, what would she have done? How would she have shown up? And now you get to claim that identity yeah, because you're aware enough and you're clear enough. So what is it, you know, we're coming to the close of our yeah. conversation. Yeah. What is it in your future that you would really like to claim? And what are you looking forward to? What are the things that you're, you're looking forward to coming up in the next, let's even just say the next couple of years, what would you like to see unfold? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, focusing on my health is a, mm -hmm. a primary thing. I feel like I've been doing a lot of mental work and emotional work. Yep. And then I, I'd almost feel like that had to happen before I could really focus on my physical mm -hmm. being. But I feel like, you know, I want to be closer to God. I want to have a more spiritual life. You know, I'm perhaps, um, about, you know, what else could I do along the, the same lines? Um, but really just focusing on my, my whole well-being because I feel like I've neglected myself. For yes. So and guys, this is, we just have to sit here. Yeah. I have to celebrate this with you, Jen. I really do. Because in the past, we, we may have said when that question was presented to us, say even before we started the work at DGB may have been, I really want to share my life with someone. Like I, I don't want to be alone. Um, right. I don't want, and, and, and again, it's totally, it's, it's, it's important. Not, we don't want to be the cat lady living in the condo alone. So absolutely. Yeah. But after we do the work at DGB, the most common response is exactly what you said is yeah. I just want to spend some time with me. Absolutely. I, I want, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to developing this, this best part of myself. And I know that I'm only scratching the surface right now. Yeah. I, I always prioritized my relationship in my life and then my kids. So I feel like yes, prioritizing me and yes. my, my girlfriends and I just want to spend time yes. with them and, and, and Jen, I've got to point this out, not only for you, but for everybody who's listening is that if, if we looked at the old equation, which is let me prioritize my friends or my, my kids, let me prioritize my, my, the marriage, let me prioritize all these other things work, everybody outside of us, our friends, we're miserable, we're lonely, yeah. <laughs> we're tired, yeah. we're like, we're carrying burdens that we shouldn't carry. And now 
right? And so many women don't do that because they fear if they put themselves first that everything else will fall. But really, that's that's not that's so far from the truth because listen to exactly what you said is I prioritize myself first. I put me first. I'm a better mom than I've ever been. I'm a better I'm, I'm in a better state of being than I've ever been. I'm a better friend. I'm a better employee. Yeah. I'm a be I'm, you're better all around. And that's the truth of the equation. Yeah. When we put ourselves first and we dedicate ourselves and we hold a high standard to who we are and we do not accept crumbs anymore, the world will elevate to us. We're no longer lowering ourselves right. to them. And what ends up happening is we do become the happiest we've ever been. And people yeah. will say, wow, like you got yeah. it low. Like, are you, yeah. did you lose weight? Are you doing yeah. something? Did you get a haircut? Did you do this? And it's like, and it's really because literally the inside out. Yeah. That's what you're emanating. So yeah, I, mean, I want to travel. I want to laugh like a lot. Like I just want to be silly and happy and yes. do things with my kids and I want to go on a road trip with my daughter. Like, there's just all these things where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like making my list of like, and, all and, and, and you hear in yourself. And, and again, for those of you who are listening, the certainty in Jen, it's not, yeah. it's not like this, this far out, like dream type of thing. It's no, I'm doing this. These are right. the things I'm doing. This is what I've decided. And this is what I'm doing. And you have the certainty to know that it's going to come to pass. Yeah. And yeah. so this is the gift that I get yeah. to do when I get to see you yeah. open the gift of your life and your heart and come home. There's nothing greater than seeing a woman yeah. come home to herself. Because yeah. I believe as a woman, we are the matriarch of the family. When mm -hmm. we come home to ourselves, we change everything around us. Yeah. Right? It's it really does and and life becomes easy. It's no longer a struggle. Things magnetically attract to us. Things become easy. Thing, and if you think that I'm batshit crazy, just listen to what Jen's saying. And it's not. It's not. It's not. I think, yeah. Yeah. It's just standing, <laughs> standing on your own and standing, um, you know, just up for yourself. Like, and just... So what would you say to that woman who's scrolling mm -hmm. through Instagram, Facebook, it's two o'clock in the morning, she can't sleep, mm -hmm. you know, her husband, you know, maybe there was infidelity in her marriage, she mm -hmm. was, you know, carrying a lot of the burdens, you know, she's, she's, there's a lot of shame that she was carrying that's not, not hers mm -hmm. necessarily to carry. What is one thing that you would, you, you, just to kind of close the conversation that you could leave her with, um, that you would like to share? You know, I, I think it's that you can only control yourself. You can't control other people. And I think I've been trying to control other people and their actions and, and putting judgment on that. And I've spent way too much energy doing that. So I would say turn inward and, and invest in yourself. And, and like you said, be stand in your rightful place. And I think that making this investment for me was the best thing I could have done. And I'm glad that I listened to my own intuition and that I followed that because it has opened, it's opened my eyes to different things and it's opened my life, I would say, to a new way of thinking in a much more aligned version. Yes, of an expanded way. I mean, to see your growth from day one yeah. till now is Crazy. extraordinary. I love yeah. it. I, I love like it. Last two love years, it. I've been working on it. And in the last eight weeks, I've gone farther and then- I know last two years so that's and this goes back to again the concept of quantum physics and yeah. the concept of collapsing time mm -hmm. we've been given as women who've been through a divorce we're not divorced women we're women who are experiencing mm -hmm. a divorce or have been through a divorce but we've been given false information and the information is that it's, it takes half the time to heal as your marriage or that it takes years and years and years or you have to go through this stage or just put it behind you and which is the worst advice we could ever give like honestly like it's mm -hmm. it's it really is and
And I and I like to say that friends and family and your support systems, they're wonderful. They mean the best and yes. it's great intention. But if you want transformation and you don't want to be the bird hitting the window anymore, then it's time. Right. And, and divorcing gracefully and beyond, we're here for you. We could support yeah. you. My suggestion would be is if you're listening to this, I'm going to put a link to schedule your um, breakthrough to life and love call with me. There'll be an application that you'll complete and um, to reserve your spot on my calendar, we'll review it and then we'll have a chat. Right. And, and I'm honest, like if I feel that I could help you and, and the team can yeah. help you, I'm going to let you know. And if I feel that there's a different path for you, I'm going to let you know that too. So yeah, and the community is amazing. Like yeah. I just feel like I'm already uh, this morning. I said I was coming on with you, and they're all like, "You're going to be great." Yay, like, I know. Supportive and and just amazing. So. It is. It is. And and you're and and it's it's that way also because of you. Like divinely speaking, yeah. this is exactly where you so was supposed to be. Yes. At exactly the right time, the women in the community who you're in with and going through the program right now are exactly the women that you're supposed to be in. And yeah. and it really is because again you said yes to yourself, right? Yeah. And the, the yeah. worst thing that we could do is know that something's right for ourselves, but then take the fear and then not do it because then what ends up happening is we just have to learn the lesson over yeah. and over and over again, which I'm done. I don't know about you, but yeah. I'm done learning my lessons. I just, I just want to yeah. put these lessons behind me and I'm ready yeah. to never repeat them again in this lifetime nor other yeah. lifetimes. And I want, I'm ready to live my life now completely happy and authentic. Doesn't mean it's butterflies and unicorns, but we're yeah. fucking living it. And you had a quote on one of your first videos that was actually my screensaver on my phone for weeks. Um, and I don't know it exactly, but it, it was something to the effect that I'm the only one that will always be with me. And I'm yes. the only one that will never leave me. That's and right. That just really resonated because I do have abandonment issues. Um, and I just felt like I, I'm never going to leave myself right. again. And that's, that's all I need. And our soul, and that's exactly it. And we're too precious to let anybody else or anything steal that from us. Right. We, we, that is our most precious asset because that, that is, we don't have yesterday. We don't have tomorrow. We have today and yeah. we have, we have our soul and, and we, we have, when I, when I say her, I mean her inside of us, right? Yeah. That's, right. that's who, no matter who you are, no one's coming in after that anymore. Yeah. Like we yeah. will never abandon ourselves. We'll never mm -hmm. leave ourselves. And, and, and sometimes we just have to cultivate that. We have right. to teach her like how right. to show up in the world. And once we do, man, the sky's the limit. And like Katie said, all the little parts of ourselves, I'm like, oh, there's like multiple. Right. It's like, like oh, we're in here. <laughs> like, there's, there's a whole bunch of me in there that I can. I had to. a very similar journey because I grew up. I mean, my mother, you know, did the best that she could, mm -hmm. but she wasn't emotionally um, available in that sense. And she yeah. she didn't know how to communicate well. Like her model was don't talk about it because it didn't happen. Right. If we don't talk about it, it means it doesn't happen. And if we don't talk about it, it means the neighbors won't hear because that was a big thing. Don't say anything. Right the neighbors are going to hear it's like right. what right. so so you're not, you know we're not the women in our lives the generations before us did the best they could with mm -hmm. what they had but right. we're being called to this work because we're being called to change that pattern we're not our mothers we're not our sisters we're not the families and the women before us we're we're being called to this work at this time because it's mm -hmm. divinely being presented and we're not I, I this is one thing that i will say i will not miss the memo on that as hard as it is, as challenging as it is, is that I'm being called to it and I say yes. Well, a few weeks ago when I was parenting my daughter the way I want to, um, at one point she looked at me and she's like, you're doing a great job. Ah! And that was the first time she's ever said that. I mean, what teenager does say that? But what? she's like, Jen, you're doing a good job. 
Jen, because you're giving her the boundaries and you're parenting the way that you, you know, is the right way. Like, yeah. How amazing is that? Yeah, Even in the was, midst of I, like, you're, I, we were both crying, but it was, I, yeah, it was love it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for everything. Oh my gosh. Jen, yeah. thank you. I mean, sending yeah. you so much love, yeah. so much love on your journey. I can't wait to see, cause this is, again, we're just scratching the surface, right? Yeah. I don't know where this is going to go. So I, I'm we get to be the lottery every day. It's her. like, we get to look at that yeah. scratch off ticket and say, what is it? Yeah. What is it? What's going to show up today? Because even in the suck, even on the days yeah. there's storms and there's rain, we just pull out our umbrella. We have the tool. Like it's it. Okay. It's like, Oh, it's mm -hmm. raining. Great. You know, and I like to say, while the people are saying, is my day half empty? Is that glass half empty of water? Is it half full of water? Us divorcing gracefully and beyond sisters, right? We're the ones that are drinking the water while they're arguing. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we'll just drink it yeah. because they're yeah. going to argue for years and years and years while we're drinking it and we get to move on. So yeah. congratulations you. on your journey. Congrat thank you for being thank here you. and for everybody mm -hmm. who joined us on today's conversation. Um, just sending everybody so much love and be sure to look out for that inv invite to break through to life and love call. And with that said, everybody have a kick-ass rest of the day. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.